I've got a guest in the studio right now. Uh, joining me today is Julia Dauphiné, who has launched a petition here in Luxembourg to open a paediatric oncology ward. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Tom. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for coming in to talk to us today. Um, could you tell us about your experiences and why you've come to launch this petition? Sure. Uh, our older daughter is called Caroline. She's five years old and has now been in remission for two years. But she was diagnosed with brain cancer at the age of 20 months. Uh, born here in Luxembourg, diagnosed here in Luxembourg, uh, but during the course of her treatment, we were told that we didn't have the possibility for her to receive her chemotherapies in Luxembourg because the infrastructure isn't there. So we were sent to Paris, my husband and I both speaking French, uh, to undergo her chemotherapies there, making the journey on a fairly regular schedule every two to three weeks, uh, and living in uh, the Ronald McDonald House, a parent house, while she was in her hospital treatment. So. As Caroline is doing so much better now, I wanted to launch the petition to point out the fact that there is some infrastructure we're missing here in Luxembourg. We have an oncology team, and they are amazing nurses, doctors, therapists of all varieties. We just don't have the rooms to be able to pro provide these treatments. And was that, uh, was that a shock to you when you realized that there weren't those resources right here in Luxembourg? I'm sure it, it only must have added to the stress of the, of the situation for you. To be honest, we were surprised, but at that time, the sense of urgency that you have uh, in order to start the treatment is so great that we, at that moment, didn't think about it so much. What happens is, as you go on in your treatment, and because your child is receiving chemotherapy, they're getting weaker, their hair is falling out, uh, they're more and more nauseated, the journey back and forth began to be more and more taxing because we were driving, you know, four and a half, five hours in the car with her, and, and asking that of a child is a lot, versus the the possibility of being at home, near your home comforts, and, and with your support network standing by. Mm -hmm. And how does it work um, if you're having to go to another country to get treatment with hospital bills and insurance and all that kind of thing? Right. So within Europe, that's covered by what is called an S2 agreement. So in effect, the Luxembourg government does pay the, the cost of the treatment to the French government. So it does cost quite a lot to send someone abroad for treatment. Not only that, because you're out of the country and you have various incidental costs and kilometers and so on, that is also reimbursed by the government. So it actually is quite expensive to send a child abroad for treatment. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned that there were some um, child cancer resources in Luxembourg already, but that there are some missing as well. What is available to people here in Luxembourg right now and what uh, needs to kind of arrive? So we do have a, ch a pediatric oncology department here in Luxembourg. The challenge is that they currently work out of a day hospital. So a child could have uh, treatments here in Luxembourg that don't require hospitalization. So that is to say blood transfusions, MRIs, and other things that don't require a dedicated hospital room. Uh, for those other treatments, you have to go abroad. And uh, it is very taxing for the families, as I mentioned. It's, it's very difficult to ask that of your child and also to, to leave your your home and up uproot your life I mean at the moment at that time we only had uh, one child 
and my husband and I would do 24-hour shifts with her in the hospital so we could always have someone there who was fresh, ready to care for her, who had had a rest and, and something nutritious to eat and, and seen the outside of the hospital for a little while. But this happens in families where there are already siblings who are in school, uh, people who are working and may not be able to take leave from their job. So it can be very, very difficult uh, to have to go abroad for that. And I think that's why there's such a great need to have some infrastructure here in Luxembourg. And is the question is it a question just of bringing the infrastructure, or is uh, does there also need to be like the expertise of uh, qualified doctors here in Luxembourg, or do we have that already? We have that already, and that's a good question, Tom, because there's something that I think people don't realize when your child is diagnosed with cancer that it differs from another treatment, like a, let's say a broken arm or an ear infection. When a child has cancer, it's not just one doctor that is working on their file or their particular case. The doctors uh, review by tumor boards or by, you know, a, a consortium of oncologists, uh, exactly what the best course of treatment is for that individual child. So even if we were to build, and I hope we do, the oncology rooms here for kids in Luxembourg, the loss of expertise would not happen at all. Um, I, the expertise would remain, uh, the treatment plans would be the same, and if anything, I think we could even strengthen our bonds with these other larger cancer centers by sort of alleviating some of the burden of having to send our patients there because they are very, very, very busy, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. So you started this petition. Uh, I guess right now you're in the stages of uh, asking people to sign the petition and, and show support. Um, what would the next steps be after the, you've collected the signatures that you need um, for this process to start? So the goal is to arrive at 4,500 signatures, and then the petition would go to debate in front of the Chambre des députés here in Luxembourg. Uh, and I believe that the petitioner is invited to speak. Uh, so that would be the next step. So already, I think spreading awareness is so important because uh, I think that people really care in Luxembourg. When you come here, you realize it's a village and uh, there's people from all over and you're making links with one another. And I think people really want to do good, uh, especially where children are concerned. So already the awareness piece, but now really we're in the push to get these 4,500 signatures so we can bring it before uh, the chamber. And have you had uh, support for the, for the petition from people in the medical profession here in Luxembourg? Yes, yeah, it's been warmly received by, by especially those in the pediatric sphere, because I think this is a need that has been identified, but not necessarily well known in Luxembourg. Uh, our staff, our oncology team, were part of the inspiration for launching this petition, because they really are amazing. I mean, I don't think you could find a group of more caring or thorough individuals. So I just want to have to create a space where they can keep on doing the work that they're doing, um, but even expand it to be able to take care of these kids and give their treatments at home. And and even, I mean, we have a hospital pharmacy at CHL that's already making chemotherapy drugs. We're, we're literally just missing a couple of hospital rooms. So I, I like to think it's a modest ask. We're not trying to rehang the moon or, or anything like that. Uh, and I do hope that the petition continues to, uh, to garner support as we go on. So if anybody's listening and they would like to sign the petition and show support, where can they go? Where can they find more information? So they can find the petition on the official Luxembourg Petition website, which is petition.lu. You might have to Google it because it's Luxembourgish spelling, pardon me. Uh, it's petition number 2232, so 2232. And... Uh, 
for those of you out there listening, if you do take time to sign the petition today, sign it and share it, you have my heartfelt thanks and the thanks of my family as well. Brilliant. Well, it's great to hear that your daughter's now in remission uh, and um, getting better. You, I think you wanted to play a song for her. I do. Uh, so this song is going out to Caroline, who's probably in the middle of her kindergarten activities right now. But this is a song we always listen to in the car on our playlist, driving back and forth to Paris by a Canadian band, since we're a Canadian family. And it's If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies. Brilliant. Going to play that right now. We're going to be posting this interview up on our website with the link to the petition so people can also find it there. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Tom.